0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Kim Barra Show. I am your host, Kim Barra, and today we are joined by Marisa Murgatroyd. Now, if you've got a course, if you've wanted to launch a course, or if you have running a course and you want to see how you could improve the results with your clients, with the feedback, with the outcomes that they achieve, then what you need to do is listen to this. This is going to really give you some insights, some ideas on how you can really go out there and make a big difference with your course and help your uh, students, your clients get phenomenal results. So... If we can ever help you obviously market your course, head over to our free Facebook community, www.joinmygroup.com.au, where we have all the resources you need to grow an online course from a marketing side of things. But until then, let's jump into the show. Marisa, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you making the time.
1: Absolutely. Super glad to be there. I know we are originally going to talk when I was in Australia and now I'm over in Austin, Texas, but anywhere in the world, we can have this conversation.
0: That's it. We're very glad to be able to get you on. And now I always like to start off the podcast the same way every time, which is if I met you when we were chatting at a party and I said to you, What is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer?
1: Ah, you know, there's a go-to answer that I teach people, which is I like to—I turn entrepreneurs into online superheroes. So that's one of my answers. I've got many answers. <laughs> so, so
0: it the depends truth on the is, context, right? Of this, exactly, are right. <laughs> and the that. reason I
1: say that I turn entrepreneurs into online superheroes is I develop a methodology that really gets people so excited about taking action, changing their lives, doing work that they actually stop dreaming and start doing. And so that allows people, whether it's a coach, a consultant, a course creator, to kind of become the superhero to their audience, to their tribe. And so that's one of the ways that I do it.
0: And I'm making an assumption here, but I assume you didn't like when you were like five years old, you didn't think to yourself, like, when I get older, I want to turn entrepreneurs into superheroes. Like, tell me a little bit about your journey to getting to the point where you are today.
1: A hundred percent. Well, I was one of those kids who just read books all day and did super nerdy things. And then eventually I grew up and continued to do super nerdy things. And I was a documentary filmmaker. And I got to a point where I realized that you know, the average documentary took three years to make and less than a 1000 people saw it. And I remember just getting to this point of frustration, and it was catalyzed by this moment with my boss. And I remember I was working in a production company, I was producing and directing documentary films, and she walks in late, I think i had gotten there at nine, and she got there at noon or something like that. And she basically says, Hey, I forgot my power cable at home, could I have yours? And I said, you know, Can't give it to you because I'm up against a deadline on this video that we're producing that we have to release. And I left, haven't been charging it. And then she goes to me and says, you know what, Marisa, I own the computer you're working on and I own that power cord. So give me the power. And she actually said that. And I felt like what she didn't say was, Marisa, you know, I own you. And in that moment, the request just turned into a demand. And I realized. What am I doing here? I don't even own the computer that I work on. And I can have this woman kind of come in at any point in time and just stop me from the doing the work that I'm here to do. And I kind of made that moment just it became something for me because I realized so many people around the world are in jobs that aren't really fully fulfilling them. They're doing work, you know, they might like the work, they don't necessarily like the job. And so so many people are sitting on so many gifts and so many talents. But at that moment, I didn't know what else I could do. And when I asked myself, well, what could you do? What would people pay you for? I thought, well, you know, I may know how to make things look good and sound good and tell a really good story, but who's going to pay me for that? Because as a filmmaker, I've been used to kind of starving at a thousand bucks a week or whatever it happens to be. And I didn't realize that those same skills in a different context is, were incredibly valuable. Like those are the skills that are the basis of all business and marketing. And so I turned out to be this incredible kind of marketer and entrepreneur And I've brought in over $33 million in online course and program sales now. But at the time, I was broke and I didn't think anyone would pay me for the skills that have turned into an incredibly valuable skill set. And I think just most people don't know that, you know, who they are, what they have to offer, the skills they've been made fun of, you know, the skills they're embarrassed about, oftentimes are the skills that can turn into both a lot of success and a lot of impact.
0: And what was it that drew you to the Course creator realm, the consultant realm, the coaching realm, like what really drew you into um, that as your uh, niche or or niche?
1: Well, it sounds like everything in my life was an accident, (laughs) but I will say that, you know, I never thought of creating courses. I was designing websites and things for people, and I had a branding agency for many, many years. And my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and we were walking to the Hollywood sign one summer day and he turned to me and he popped the question. You know, he said, Marisa, why don't you create an online course? <laughs> you know, not the question you think, but that was the question. And the first words out of my mouth were, you know, who would want to learn from me? Followed right away by what would I even teach? And I resisted that idea for about a year because I didn't think I had anything to share, Right. And then ultimately, I did create a course and nobody bought it. (laughs) And then I created another course. And that one sold about $100,000 a year for four years. And eventually, I started to realize that people were buying that course, but they weren't really going through it. And that didn't feel good because I didn't want to sell something that wasn't getting people results, that wasn't delivering on my promises. And I remember going up to a friend of mine and asking her, you know, are you having a lot of people buy your course and not, you know, go through it? And she looked at me and she said, "You know, Marisa, maybe some people just aren't meant to succeed. And when she said that, I just felt like it was a punch in the gut because I believe everyone's meant to succeed with the right advice and the training and the support. But the interesting thing is when you look at the numbers uh, in the online course world, up to 97% of people don't complete the courses that they buy. And so it wasn't just me. This was a phenomenon across the board when it came to online learning. And so I just set about trying to discover, well, how could I really do something different? What would it take to get people to not just buy my courses, but to complete them and get massive results and actually change their lives? And that led me to the app and game industry, to the worlds of Silicon Valley, to the science of motivation and the science of learning, and then really understanding what does it take to get someone just so excited and so engaged in what they're doing that they can't stop, like they want to keep going. And so I started creating this Kind of new kind of course that I call an experience product, which is an an addictive course, but getting someone addicted to transformation, to achieving their goals, to life change, rather than addicted to wasted screen time. So it's kind of using all the techniques from this world, but to help people, right? Because I think that we're in a world where we need to fight fire with fire. Like the ship has sailed, people are addicted to their phones. So we might as well use the same mechanisms that, you know, meta and all these other companies have spent billions of dollars figuring out but help use it to help people do what they really want
0: so true and it is addictive and i know um as a as an agency we run uh, ads on facebook we, we run ads on tiktok and i was like okay i need to do some more research on tiktok and i found myself just getting super draw- like drawn in i was like i've got to get off because i'm getting i'm i'm becoming the addicted one over here and um it, it isn't. If you can obviously use the those powers for, I suppose, for good rather than for evil, uh, is is always a good process. And so, for you going through that, you you had your course that was pulling in 100k a year, and then obviously, you know, you scaled it into you know multiple millions and all the other courses that you have at the moment. What were the first couple of big shifts for you for being able to break through from that 100k a year level to into the you know multiple millions of dollars a year?
1: You know, I think a lot of it was defining my unique value. You know, a lot of people think it's some kind of marketing trick or whatever it happens to be a hack. But the truth is that it comes down to what you offer and the results you get for people and how big the problem is that you solve. And I feel like a lot of people end up creating cookie cutter businesses, doing the same thing that someone else does versus really dialing into, okay, who am I and what is my unique value? What can I do better than anyone else? And how can I offer that in a way that really solves a big problem for someone? So, I think when I discovered my unique methodology, my framework, I got a copy of it right here. I call it the experience formula. And it's what um, you add these 10 core experiences to any kind of online course or coaching program or even one on one offer, and you avoid the anti experience formula. And when you do that, you get 10 to 30 times more student success and results. And I believe when your students win, you win too. So, I think that philosophy. Of realizing that I win when other people win is really big because I think so many people are in at it, you know, looking at it like, okay, I need to make a quick buck. How do I make some money? How do I get going? And I think when you change that around to how can I provide value and how can I do that in a way that's uniquely aligned with my gifts, my talents, my expertise, but also uniquely kind of fits a gap or a hole in the market, that's when things really started to take off. And so I actually also remember the day when um, you know, one of my coaches told me. You know what are your um, quantum leaps? Basically, what's your blockbuster hit offer, and what are your quantum leaps? And when I decided to create this new course line, that and it's a course that's now sold over ten million dollars and had over five thousand people go through it, when I decided to create this, I remember when I began, I was creating a course that felt more derivative, kind of like the other courses and programs out there that other people had. And I just really um, my husband actually stopped me again and he said, you know, Marisa, whatever what you're working on, it's not it. And I said, What do you mean? We're launching in two weeks. I gotta get going. He's like, No, it's not quite there yet. And I remember we're just kind of screaming at each other from across the kitchen. And he's like, What's it really about? I remember being like, It's about experiences. And could it be that? Could it be experience products? And when we came out across this. And, um, you know, it was based on so much of what I've been doing. I've been talking already about this new way of course creation, but I hadn't quite put my finger on what that new way was. But when I did and when I could articulate it clearly and I could position it against everything that was out there, that's what opened things up. So of the 23 courses that I've created in my life, one of them has made $10 million, you know, and another one of my course lines has also done something similar or maybe 15 at that point, 15 to 20. But Those two product lines are responsible probably for 80% of the revenue I've done over the last 10 years. And they've really only come about in the last, you know, six or seven years. So what I realized that there's a difference uh, between creating a blockbuster hit and creating a regular course or program. And the energy of a blockbuster hit is exponential. And so I think a lot of times people are told to kind of crank out some. You know, random little rinky-dink course or whatever it is, and sell it for seven dollars as a tripwire, whatever it happens to be. And it takes a lot of freaking people at seven dollars to make a million dollars. But now my core program line is twenty-five hundred, and it takes a lot less people to make a million dollars with twenty five hundred at a twenty-five hundred dollar price point. And it's a great deal. We give way more than twenty-five hundred dollars worth of value. So I think that was a big shift for me to stop thinking in terms of, okay, creating courses, creating programs and start thinking in terms of what are my blockbuster hits and what are my quantum leaps?
0: And what was the, like, obviously you're, you know, comparing to the market and being like, is this cookie cutter, how, how would it stand up against others? Um, what was kind of like the moment in time where you were like, actually I'm, I'm onto it and it, there isn't anything like, it. cause I know for a lot of people, they go, they think that what they have at the very beginning, at least, they're like, this is different. And then, you know, they kind of go on the roller coaster. and then they're like, oh, there's all these other courses that talk about that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. how, what was it for you?
1: Well, I think a lot of it is cracking the language code. So, um, I remember I was on a trip to Italy with, with Murray and the very last day in Rome, we were walking down this dark alley and we see this couple kind of in the shadows. And they were sort of, we thought we we're going to get jumped for a moment, but it turns out they were on their phones. And, and he says, Pokemon, and they start giggling and laughing. And it was 2016. And when we had left the US, Pokemon Go wasn't a thing. And by the end of our trip to Europe, everyone all over Europe was playing this game. And we we're like, what the freaking, what is this, right? and i remember going online and then you know searching on youtube and finding people stampeding through central park stampeding through taipei stampeding through you know all these places around the world and it was shocking to me that grown adults would go to such extraordinary lengths in order to to just catch these little virtual creatures and i remember that was the moment where i was like wow if that can work for just you know things that don't really matter could it also work for things that do matter And that was sort of the beginning of really developing the methodology and kind of the beginning of the obsession that turned into a body of work. And I think once I translated that, what I was seeing into this framework, that's when things started to take off. And so I think it was that that moment of inspiration, which was seeing something out in the world and then decoding and deconstructing it and then studying all of these other things that were like that and then applying it to a new context, a new industry, and then kind of really... Formalizing the methodology, I think all of that together really um, resulted in those shifts. And the very first time I launched this course, I think it was a a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars launch, and I'd never done a big product launch before in my life. And then next year it was a million. Then we have, you know, we've had three million dollar launches. I mean, pretty big launches. Once I really had that methodology dialed in, that was different from what everybody else is saying. And so many people teach course creation courses, right? But very few people teach it from the perspective of how do you create a kind of ethically addictive courses that get people into massive action and massive success, and that of course allows you to you know slash refund rates and skyrocket repeat revenue and referrals and everything else, and you get a course that starts to market uh, you know market for you, and once you have that, there's a lot more enthusiasm and excitement in your business, and I mean I have something like just for this one course. We've had over 5,000 people go through it, but we've had 2,034 reviews. So if you actually go to experienceproductmasterclassreviews.com, you'll see that there's 2,034 out of 5,000 students. And I don't know anyone who's got more than 40% of their students actually taking the time to write a review. And a lot of people are writing their life stories and so getting people that excited that they really feel invested and want to share, that's game-changing because a lot of times people are in the churn and bird cycle of just one and done, one and done, right?
0: Yeah, I love it. that's the—that's yeah, amazing. I, like, I definitely haven't seen that anywhere. So that's really cool. Um, and uh, the next question I have more on the marketing side, I'd love to know just out of my own personal curiosity, what do you love about the launch model versus like evergreen model? Because you mentioned, obviously, you've done them several times. You're like in the midst of like doing really big pushes. Um, What about it do you love the most when it comes to uh, using that process versus something evergreen?
1: Well, it's not a versus. For me, it's it's a both and, right? And I'm not doing launches as opposed to evergreen. We certainly have evergreen going. But the thing that is great about launches is there's just a lot of activity, a lot of excitement, a lot of visibility in a very short period of time. And so it leads to so many opportunities. It leads to so many people coming in the world. But certainly, I think an evergreen model is incredibly powerful because of the consistency, the stability that it gives you. So I don't think it's an either or. You know, I love launches, I love live events, but I also love that stable, reliable income coming through on top of it.
0: And so, is it? And apologies if I'm going too deep into this. Um, so then, like for yourself, is that like are you navigating a different product line that's evergreen versus the one that you're like going through for a launch at at the time, or like how do you? balance that if you've got maybe someone's got two courses or something like that?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I believe it can be the same offer. you know I know some people who launch their products don't sell them in between, Mm -hmm. but I can believe it can be more or less the same course. It might be a slightly different offer. So for example, uh, we have a launch going on right now. And once a year, I lead a cohort of like 1,500 students through this course. And that is a really different dynamic because there's so much energy and so much excitement. We've got 20-some coaches who support it. We've got, you know, coaching pods starting at 5 30 in the morning going through to 8 30 at night. We've got people from over a third of the, you know, the countries on earth. You have so much activity on the groups where people are. Psh- it's just buzzing. And then I do 32 hours of group coaching um, for this one cohort. So people can actually get coached by me. And we also do these, you know, get it done Friday sessions, which I like to call the how to calls, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? So people can actually get coached Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if they want it. Now, a lot of people, we don't require that. So, you know, we say, Hey, if you're strapped for time, just come to the once, once a week, go to your pod call, because you get to choose the time of your pod call. But when you have so many students going through doing the same thing at the same time, and then we're able to support it where I can give my time, I can also bring in these, these elite marketing and technology coaches to help them figure out all the how-tos, it's a really dynamic, really special experience. And you know, Evergreen, um, no matter how good it is, it never... Uh, does quite as well as live in a number of ways, both in terms of conversion rates, in terms of excitement, in terms of student results. Because when you have 1,500 people doing the same thing at the same time, it just creates uh, a rising tide, right?
0: I was going to say, I was like, surely most of the uh, testimonials as well would come from that that big cohort because of that excitement. I know for myself, when I've gone through it, um, that's really, you know, a- any course I've been a part of, Having everyone there at the same time, all working together, pushing through is, yeah, so much, so much more powerful.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we still have small groups within the evergreen environment where we'll have the pod calls and things like that, but they don't have access to me. They don't have access to the live Friday calls, but they can get them on the replay. So it's still an incredible experience no matter what. And some people prefer the chill environment, some people prefer being able to do it exactly on their own timeframe. So it's not that it's a bad experience. It's just that they're different. We, we offer the same thing at the same price point, you know, so it, it doesn't change. Uh, it's just an incredible deal either which way. Um, and we just do it in different ways.
0: Nice. I love that. And so if you if there's someone out there, maybe they've launched a course before and they maybe think that it needs to be redone because after listening to this, I think many people might think that they need to have a, have a really look at that or they're thinking about starting it. Like what's, what's your recommended first step for them?
1: Yeah, 100%. Well, I will say that a lot of people come through the program who haven't exi- you know, I'd say the, obviously the vast majority of people who come through have never created a course before, but we also get a lot of thought leaders. We've got the CEO, the president of Digital Marketer going through it right now. I've had Landon Ray, the, the head of Entreport, go through it. Mary Morrissey he sent her team through it. You know, Stephen Kotler has adopted the methodology from Flow Research Institute. You know, JJ Virgin got obsessed with it. You know, I mean, a lot of really big names have gone through. I mean, I've, uh, you know, got on with Vishen Lacchiani to kind of brainstorm ideas with him. Like a bunch of people like that because they recognize that if you can solve the engagement challenge, the rest of your business just flows so easily for it because repeat sales are six up to 16 times more profitable and 12 times easier to make. And if you've got someone who loves you, I actually doubled my um, repeat sale rate. It was something like, before I developed this methodology, 22% of my customers would buy from me a second time. I actually had my uh, someone run the numbers recently. And then after this methodology, since 2016, when I launched this course through now, my repeat sales rate is at 44%. So 44% of people buy at least two things from me, right? And most of our products are... You know, twenty five hundred dollars is my signature course. You know, there might be something like an event ticket or our year long business, you know, business growth program, which starts at fifteen thousand dollars. So when you look at forty four percent of people buying at least two things, I mean, that's major, right?
0: Yeah, that's phenomenal.
1: Um, So in terms of what they should do first, um, so I think that everything comes down to the uh, first experience in the experience formula, and I call that mission. And this is your course mission. And your course mission is different from the personal mission. Sorry, my my new fancy lights just <laughs> need to be plugged back in. So you get a half lit version of me right now. So um, your course mission statement is basically not your mission, but it's the mission that you're inviting your students, clients, and customers on. So it's exactly what they're going to be, do, feel, have overcome or achieve from your course. And I teach people what I call mission possible statement using the mission impossible kind of movie you know, line, which is your mission should you choose to accept it as blank. And when you fill in the blank, it puts you in the shoes of the person that you're here to serve. And what you want to do is you want to fill in that blank in a way that whatever it is you say the mission is, is so clear and so binary that you could photograph someone crossing the finish line. So for example, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to design, launch, and profit from an experienced product in 12 weeks or less. You know exactly when that's happened. There's no uncertainty whatsoever. Now, if you look at a company like MasterClass.com, and they've got everyone and their grandmother—from Thomas, you know, Keller, the famous French laundry chef, to Richard Branson to Chris Hadfield, teaches space exploration. Like, how do you know when you've crossed that finish line? You know, unless you're Elon Musk, you probably can't say mission accomplished and I've gone to space. And that's soul-crushing as our, our motivation. And what most people don't know is that MasterClass laid off 20% of their staff this summer. You know, despite all the fancy production, despite all the celebrity teachers, you know, people, even despite the low price point of $15 a month, people cancel their subscription because curiosity will only get you so far. You know, adult learners in particular want to see immediate results and relevant in their lives, right? And this sort of like some famous person just who doesn't know how to teach or facilitate, just talking about going into space. I mean, you know, you buy that for 15 bucks for a couple months, but after a while, you know, and then the Texas barbecue course comes out, you're kind of like, you know, I'm done, right? I don't need this anymore. And so when you have a mission, it's how this actually translates into real results for them in their life that they could photograph. And that changes everything. So that is, you know, what What I recommend starting with, you get that mission statement right, and it will sell your course for you. So many of my students um, had no audiences and had never really sold anything, but they just got the mission statement right, and we actually give everyone a coach. So we've done up to sixty four revisions on their mission statement with a single student. You get that right, It will just sell the course. So one example that I've got, I'm gonna have to look it up because sometimes people think, well, Marisa, you know that's only going to work in in business or marketing, right? And they think that that it only works in those scenarios when you have a really concrete promise, but it actually works with things like personal development too. So I remember that I had this student, I just had to go and look up the exact mission. So I don't butcher it, who, um, is a shaman and he was teaching a shamanic tradition that he learned from, you know, people down in South America. And he came to me and he said, well, Maurice, I can't make a promise because it takes 17 years to learn (laughs) this shamanic tradition, right? 17 years of apprenticeship. I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're going to sell a course, a 17-year-long course. I'm sorry about that. He's like, well, what results can you promise? He's like, spirituality isn't about instant enlightenment. You know, I can't promise anything. Eventually, I'm like, helmet, you know, I get that it takes years and years to integrate these shamanic teachings, but can people get that experience even for a fraction of a second? And he said, absolutely, yes. So let me share the mission statement that I wrote with him. Uh, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is in just six weeks to receive the four essential gifts that every human needs to feel whole, loved, and on path. The gift of knowing your truth, the gift of connecting to your life energy, the gift of the quiet mind, and the gift of opening to the infinite. And once we got that, and these are the gifts of the North, South, East, and West, he actually emailed 18 people, the invite to this program. All 18 said yes, and three referred friends. So he made $11,000, had 120% conversion rate just by getting this right. And previously, he had been trying to sell this like shamanic ceremonies. And everyone's like, oh, what? <laughs> right? And so, when you can make it so concrete and tangible, um, then you wrap the entire course around it. So everything is basically a straight shot from mission to mission accomplished. And then you celebrate uh, people each step of the way through constant wins. So when you actually stack all this, it's really just a course as a container to get someone from mission to mission accomplished. And when that result is tangible, it's clear, it's photographable, photograph, I didn't say that very well, (laughs) photographable, right? Then it's, um, it's a really easy thing to say yes to. People know what they're going to do. They know how long it's going to take. They know the result that they're going to get. And when you have that, you can wrap a really ironclad guarantee around that. You can gamify it, which I teach as well. You can attach points. You can do leaderboards. You can, you know, um, run feedback loops based on what uh, you know the actions people take or don't take in the course. You can kind of run automations. There's so many things that you can do once you have that mission statement down. But a lot of people think that courses are about information transfer or sharing content or knowledge or expertise. You know, the number of times they say, make money from your expertise. You know, yeah, (laughs) people don't want your expertise. They want to know how to do something and get a result in their lives. So, you know, courses are really about project completion, goal accomplishment, status enhancement, performance enhancement. You know, it's really about helping someone do something even if it's in spirituality, even if it's in personal development. And when you can get that, you know, and then if you have a unique methodology to get someone from mission to mission accomplished, winner, winner, chicken dinner.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's great. And that's a a perfect example because I know there probably be many people being like, Oh, I wonder how it works for this industry. So that's um, really cool. Uh, and now, uh, Marisa, as we get towards the end of our time here together, I would like to ask uh, the same question every time, which is: Is there a question which I haven't asked you yet that I should have?
1: Hmm. I get asked so many questions all the time. Well, I mean, I think that you know, one of the things that a lot of people get concerned—they feel like there's so many courses out there already. And how is their course going to be different? How are they going to make an impact? How are they going to be able to kind of stand out in the marketplace? And, you know, this really is a billion dollar a day industry. And I believe that there's always room for one authentic voice. So, what I mean by that is that when you figure out what that mission is, when you figure out how you can uniquely get people to the finish line, when you figure out You know, how to attract people to your program and how you as a facilitator actually show up and kind of magnetize the people that, you know, are interested not just in what you do, but in how you do it. That there's always space, there's always going to be more people who want to learn what it is you're able to teach them, who want to achieve the goal or complete the project that you're able to help them complete or achieve. And so they always say that the the best time to plant a tree was yesterday and the be- second best time is today. And so I think a lot of people worry that they've missed the boat, but I would say that, you know, it it's you the, people are going to want to learn how to do things until the end of time. And as long as you have a unique way to do it and you make the process engaging, exciting, you know, you make them drawn to it in the way that they're drawn to Netflix or whatever it is, they're they're TikTok, then you got it going on.
0: Amazing. And for anyone that's out there, if they're listening to this and they want to find out more about what you're up to, your programs and everything that you're doing, where's the best place for them to go online?
1: Yeah. So... If you go to liveyourmessage.com forward slash Kim, which is your name, I, I have this guide called The Dopamine Button, Three Brain Hacks to Skyrocket Your Online Course Sales. There are actually things that I haven't fully talked about uh, on this particular session. And if you're watching this right now, as soon as, as it's released, I'm actually starting you know, right now, this seven-day online course creators workshop. It's completely free. I just do it once a year and I do three live sessions on The Dopamine Button, the viral course checklist, and the accelerated course blueprint. So I'm actually going to give you a crash course in how to do all of this for free. So just go to liveyourmessage.com forward slash Kim and sign up for the first piece, which is the dopamine button. And this is all about working with you know your brain and your students' brains to really unlock this momentum inside of them, which is going to drive more course sales, more student success, and really support you and kind of doing what you do but doing it in a much more effective way
0: amazing i think anyone listening to this uh hearing you talk about courses uh would uh, be foolish not to jump on and get any resources from you because you've got a wealth of knowledge and it's been great to hear your insights and how you've really tackled it and and differentiated yourself and um and helped your students like those just statistics you shared are phenomenal so um I uh, really appreciate you sharing a lot of that stuff with us. And so, guys, if you're listening to this uh, or watching this, wherever you're doing that, please share this with someone. If you know someone who's been thinking about starting a course or has a course, or has been looking at courses, please share um, what Marisa's been sharing with us today um, because I think it will make a phenomenal difference for them. Um, And, yeah, get some of her knowledge into their ears as soon as you can. And, Marisa, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you making the time.